River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Hello, good morning and welcome to River Radio. More than that, welcome to Off The Record, our weekly weekend music show. I'm Jordan Dean. And I'm James Collins. James Collins, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you love music? I absolutely adore it. Yeah. And and today is no exception for the artists that we are going to go through. I'm so excited. I think so we'd be excited. in the wrong jobs. I've said this before, but I think we would be in the wrong jobs if mm. we weren't excited for this show. Yes. If yes. we didn't love music mm-hmm. and if we didn't love today's artist. Today's artist is no small deal. No. Which is wild to say because I've got to say, these last few weeks we have been covering big deals yeah uh, for some reason these big deals don't run out yeah no not at all not at all i mean we've had john mayer we've had beyonce we've had marvin gay we've had elton john we've had so many incredible incredible people and the list doesn't stop there no thankfully there are enough good artists out there for this show to be sustainable and keep running yes yes and when we run out an artist will bring out an album you never know this this show never ends (laughs) this show you're gonna have to work hard to get rid of us but james collins talk to us who are we covering today this what sorry this week we are covering the absolutely incredible um in 2001 she was she was named the next queen of soul by rolling stone okay so so we think in 2001 it's very 2000s let's put it this way but um yeah this week we've got the the one and only alicia keys and i'm so excited to to jump into her whole 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 discography which has been so eclectic has changed and molded in so many different ways and i absolutely adore as a songwriter absolutely adore as a musician and as a performer so um one thing one thing i'm grateful for james Mm. is you know you are the music sensei when it comes to this show you know what you're talking about (laughs) but you let me pick the first song yes which i'm so grateful for so I feel like it's only right if I introduce it. Oh, hundred percent. Today's 100%. show is it's the legendary, it's the big, it's it's Alicia Keys falling. I keep on falling.
pure nostalgia, James Collins. That was yes. Fallen Alicia Keys here on River Radio. James Collins, talk to me. We are back in 2001. 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, like, so, so early 2000s. I mean, this is such a crucial time for music, I would say, because coming out of the 90s, and, and this is what's really interesting about Alicia's album. So she had this album completed when she was 17. Okay, so, so she released it when she was 20 in 2001. So that would have been what, like 97, 98. Um, so her label at the time was Columbia Records. Um, Columbia had produced such artists as Erica Badu, D'Angelo, Maxwell, Jill Scott. And in the 90s, there was this there was this real like push for like kind of like sex driven R&B, um, that kind of thing where like um, people like D'Angelo um, were making music that people really appreciated because of that type of energy. And um, she basically she was in a real battle because she herself she's an incredible classic uh classic pianist um it's amazing like like i think she's she was grade eight she started when she was so young um and basically she wanted to kind of have this blend of like r&b classic sort of like that classic soul sound um but kind of blend that with her musical well with classical musical background so even with like fallen for example you listen to that piano piece and it's, it's very beethoven and it's it's really strange to to think of it in that sense. And she does. Um, I don't know if you've had a masterclass that um, that platform where celebrities or artists and stuff. Great, great. It's platform. amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's incredible. She has a she has a series on songwriting. Wow. And she explores that. And she basically yeah. says how like you know your songwriting should come from whatever type of background you have because you might not think it's special to say for example with her she was like you know you might not think it's special to be great at piano but let your interest in classical music influence your R&B because that's what makes you and your songwriting so unique, which is amazing and stunning. And, and, you know, with this, um, with this album, this was like a real, real breakthrough for her. So she didn't, she didn't release it with Columbia. Um, she instead spent the next kind of three years, uh, trying to find a place for it. Um, so with Columbia, they'd like hooked her up with producers that were kind of making more of like a, as we were saying before, it was that kind of like more, um, passionate, r&b sound but she kind of wanted to to bring it more towards the classical side so she she self-produced the majority of it with um with a producer um kerry kerry brothers and um yeah she ended up going to uh clive davis's records uh which was arista records and um yeah she uh she ended up releasing it in uh 2001 which is incredible went straight to number one and um yeah Fallen was was the number one track off that album. It was Crazy. insane, absolutely insane. So you know, for for a debut, there's so much of a story there before the album's even released, which is which is absolutely nuts. But um, but yeah, it's crazy. Well, we've got more crazy. of this over the next two hours. Mm. What is mm. the next track we're playing, James? Connors? So Talk next up, me. we're playing "How Come You Don't Call Me." But all I want to know, baby, is if what we had was good.
Talk to me, James. How come you don't call me? <laughs> I don't have your number, bro. That's fair. Got it's 07. <laughs> Imagine, just live on air. Hey, you mentioned something, mate. Yes. You mentioned that Alicia's not the one that actually wrote it. No, no, no. So that's that's obviously um, that is a Prince song, um, and I think it, I think it just goes to show the type of the type of artist that um, Alicia was kind of well the type of career that Alicia was trying to form for herself which is that you know I think she had a very clear idea of where she wanted to be um obviously as, as we said before you know she wrote the songs when she was 17 so she had at least three four years to to fully understand the direction and where she wanted to place herself within the industry and you know associating herself with names like Prince being able to show off her vocal ability and being able to to basically take a song so well known by by Prince fans and turn it into something so uniquely hers is is amazing and, and you know it also goes to show that like she has a sound already you know by that point she already she's she knows what it is she, that she wants to achieve and um I think to be fair the one thing that I love about it is you know this album originally was self produced it was then like they they then added additional production in and maybe did the odd few tracks with with another female producer but yeah like the whole thing is is her creative vision and I think 
you know, we, we've talked about this before on previous weeks where it's amazing to see an artist who really takes the time to know the direction that they want to go down the, and, you know, every step that they make is towards that vision. And it's the difference between, you know, the, with the, the, the term of selling out or going commercial is kind of like thrown around, but I feel like that's often the time it's when it's not actually from the sort of the, the creative vision of the artist. That's when it's then deemed as selling out. Um, because, you know, Alicia's wrote some incredible commercial songs that have done absolutely incredibly, but that doesn't mean that she sold out. You know, it's, 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 she's created something amazing that's then become commercial, not the other way around. So, um, you know, I, I think for her to be able to, to be making these decisions at the age of like 20, uh, is, is yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, and that kind of leads us on to the next song as well. This is, um, considering this is her first album, uh, the next song we're going to play is A Woman's Worth, which is... It's basically, it's inspired by L'Oreal's um, tagline. Um, Stop it. Are you yeah, serious? Yeah. Are you actually serious? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's, um, <laughs> I thought you being like cheesy. It's y- wow. y- you're worth it or because you're worth yeah, it or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's actually directly inspired that. But basically, um, it's just, it's kind of your respect by Aretha Franklin, um, but make it 2000s type thing. Um, and it's such a beautiful song. So, so nicely penned. And um, yeah, an absolute, absolute, a, a amazing song for a first album let's put it this way so um so yeah this is a woman's worth by uh by Alicia keys Gets rough. 
James, you, my friend, are worth it. <laughs> <laughs> what a song, though, right? I mean, it's just like, I, I think if that doesn't show like sort of like songwriting within, uh, sorry, maturity within songwriting and just sort of, um, you know, I, I think we're going to get onto it. But obviously later on in Alicia's career, as I'm sure so many people have seen um, within recent years, like she has so much um she, she has so much advocacy for, for for great causes and she really 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 stands up for a lot of amazing issues um and you know i think she's always been unapologetically frank uh, about yeah and frank about yeah, what totally. it is that she supports and and inclusivity with within so many things and and you know it's amazing to to look back on her first album and see it's still there and see that she, she's still making a conscious decision to include tracks like that so that she can yeah so so that you know that that's a part of her her first piece of work which which yeah i think is amazing so now we're on the diary of alicia keys yes album number three album, album number two album, album number two, two. yeah okay. album number two um so this was released two years after in 2003 okay and um yeah, this is this is this is this is where I feel like I feel like this is kind of where Alicia really, really kills it. Uh, really finds her voice, finds her style, finds her sound. I think particularly, you know, jumps into jumps into the commercial scene. She's been played on radio. She's really been, um, you know, not necessarily commercialized, but but yeah, she's she's reaching commercial success. Um, so the first track we're going to play um, is "You Don't Know My Name," which. As I said to you before, as I say each week, this is probably one of my favorite Alicia Keys tracks. Um, I absolutely adore it and it just feels so 2000. But, you know, uh, to the sense of, I think with that first album, it feels so 2000s. It feels so um, kind of simplistic in its arrangement. Um, And then with You Don't Know My Name, it's kind of got that hip hop sampling influence um, this gorgeous and this amazing talking piece in the middle and it's so 2000s and I love it. But the harmony on this album, most importantly, is what I would say is probably what um, what changes the most. There, there's so much more depth to, to her harmonies and, and, to, and to building around the, those incredible main melodies. So, um, so yeah, this is You Don't Know My Name by Alicia Keys.
You don't know my name, Alicia Keys, here on River Radio. Talk to me, James Collins. What a track. What a track. I mean, so so most importantly with this one, I would say, um, that's probably quite key to, to Alicia's sound. Uh, that track was produced by none other than Kanye West himself. Um, obviously, at the time, this was when he was chopping up old soul and everything. And I think Alicia's main sort of goal for the album was she wanted to recreate that that 70s, 80s soul R&B sound. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, do you wanna, so the track that was sampled on that was a track called Let Me Prove My Love To You by The Main Ingredient, um, which you can hear here. Gorgeous, right? And, so and I think, I think, good. I think, most importantly, the, the the collaboration with Kanye here is obviously um, because she wanted to create that sound, and and often with tracks that he sampled like that, it's often it's it's sampling an energy and putting that energy into something fresher and something something more more kind of I don't know, uh, more. I, I don't even like like modern sounding. I suppose, obviously, with the sped up samples and that, it just feels a lot more. There's just a lot more energy that, that feels a lot more two thousands. But uh, but yeah, I think that was a big a, a big moment for her. I would say anyway. Allow me to contribute something to this yes, track, yes. Now, James Collins. Now, when it comes to Alicia Keys, to be honest, when it comes to any artist, mm. you've got your main five songs that mm. you could probably play, and anyone will be like, right, that's them. Hundred percent. For example, you go to any party and you play "Baby." Mm, mm, mm. As soon as someone hears a dum, dum, dum. Everyone goes, oh, uh. everyone goes, that's Justin Bieber. Yes. Right. With yes. Alicia Keys, you've probably got about five songs mm-hmm. where if you play them, everyone goes, that's Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. And I don't mean it lightly when I say we're about to play one of those five songs next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 100%. This is a huge song, James. It's, it's not any, it's not, not any big for Alicia. I think it's what, probably one of the biggest songs within within commercial songwriting um, of the past 20, 25 years. I would say. Let me paint a picture of how big it is. Mm-hmm. Spotify alone streams are at six hundred and fourteen million, one hundred and four thousand two hundred and sixty nine. We're Nuts. about to make it two hundred and seventy <laughs> by playing the song right now. <laughs> big moment. Yes, big moment. John Talk to us, James Collins. What is the song? This is If I Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys.
Man, what a song. What a song. I, so interestingly, um, it was actually inspired by the death of Aaliyah. Um, so she died in 2001. And uh, Alicia Keys supposedly um, said the song idea came together after, right after Aaliyah passed away. And it was such a sad time and no one wanted to believe it. It just made everything crystal clear to me what matters and what doesn't. So obviously you've got this, you've got this debate throughout it of, of materialism versus, versus well, love and appreciation and, and wanting to be with your people. Right. And I think that's why it's been so applicable. That's why it's been so successful is it can, it can apply to. So it's, it's, it's genius in that it's vague enough that every, anyone can think specifically about something or someone towards it and and i think that's that's where the genius comes within her songwriting is she has so many songs like that where you know they're they're just so beautifully beautifully written um and with such such clear messaging but through actually quite vague lyrics i suppose and and I, you know, it's, it's it's more the idea over anything else. Yeah, because you'd assume that she's talking about a romantic context, but actually, if you really scan the lyrics, there's yeah. nothing in certain yeah, that that lover's pointed to. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And um, you know, I, I think I think it just goes to show the type of songwriter that she is. And you know, for for me, I think you know, obviously, it best sort of encapsulates everything that she stands for and everything that she her her, her career is kind of turn into where it is still that you know when you actually look at the arrangement of it it's really traditional in in this piano you know it's, it's traditional to r&b anyway so in in the sense that it's uh, like lead piano vocals um you know nice bass line really simple drums um and horns 
you know, really simple, really, really straightforward, but it's stunning. And it, and it just goes to show it doesn't matter how much you want to dress up a song. Realistically, if the song is good enough, it, you don't you don't need to dress it up with much. And um, yeah, absolutely stunning. Stunning. So that song. song was quite vague in terms of what sort of love, love, love. <laughs> yeah, love. <laughs> Am I from up north now? Yeah. What sort of love? What sort of love it was talking about. This yep. next song, however, mm -hmm. is quite specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now this is this is interesting as well because obviously um, this song became popularized again on TikTok, um, as we've mentioned before with a, with a bunch of other artists whose whose songs have, have gone uh, gone viral. I suppose you would say, yep. you know, debating what viral means in 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 today's sort of context. But yeah, it's like this this song went massive on TikTok, um, and it it I would say it kind of shows it, it's both because it's re reminiscent of a. a, a a lost era, basically the two thousands, um, but also because the song's pretty timeless, and I would say like as far as R and B and soul is concerned, it's 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 a sound that doesn't necessarily age that you know that much, and um, I think I think it's absolutely stunning. So um, so yeah, do you want to want to intro this song? Absolutely. Next up, we've got Usher featuring Alicia Keys with "It's My Boo." There's always that one person that will always have your heart. You never see it coming cause you're blinded from the start. Know that you're that one for me. It's clear for everyone to see. Oh, baby. Yeah. You gotta rock your way to this one. Oh, come on. See, I don't know about y'all, but I know about us. And uh, it's the only way we know how to rock. I don't know about y'all, but I know about us. And uh, it's the only way we know how to rock. Do you remember, girl? was the one who gave you your first kiss because i remember girl i was the one who said put your lips like this even before all the fame and people screaming your name girl i was there and you were my
It's the only way we know how to rock. I don't know about y'all, but I know about us. And it's the only way we know how to rock. Grateful for TikTok for making that back onto my playlist. Hundred percent, man. And I, th- I think that's that's what's important about. Oh, not necessarily important about TikTok, but that's what's an interesting thing is people are grabbing sounds from all over, and it's just you know bringing songs back into back into back into culture. the circuit. But I I completely forgot about the song. I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest about. It. And if it weren't for TikTok, I, I I definitely wouldn't. You know, we wouldn't be playing it on the show, which is interesting. Huge. Super interesting. Super interesting. But uh, but yeah, that was my boo. Um, by us uh, and Alicia Keys. Uh, and it's interesting actually because. You know, at this point, um, you know, that, that track was only released in 2004. Okay, so that's a, a year after Diary of Alicia Keys. And then she kind of takes, she, she, she took like a three-year stint where I can imagine she was probably on tour around the world and whatever. Uh, but then in 2007, she releases As I Am, which is an interesting album in the context of, of her career, simply because it wasn't necessarily met with, with the greatest uh, praise. It was saying that obviously I think... You know, as as we discussed with John Mayer uh, last week, artists that go through sort of like such a strong start to their career have a really interesting point, um, or or it's interesting to look at sort of in retrospection um, of at what point their albums begin to level out, because there's so much a pra- uh, sorry praise around their their songwriting capabilities and stuff because they're di- because they're new. And people are always in awe of the fact that, you know, this is a brand new artist and wow, this is their first record. So people are so obsessed with that. Oh, and oh my God, they've done it again on the second one. But at what point do people go, oh, it's it's the same as the last one? You know, like, like at what point do they go, oh, it's cool, but it's less cool because they're not a new artist, right? And I think this was kind of that album for Alicia Keys. Um, yeah, I would still say the sound was progressive, um, and the sound was still sort of developing um, into sort of what, what Alicia is kind of sort of edging towards in the latter part of her career. And um, this is probably another one of, of uh, Alicia Keys' biggest songs, I would say, uh, the one that we're about to play. And um, at the time, it was the most listened to track in the US in 2007, which is absolutely insane. Um, so yeah, let's, sh- should we jump straight in? I'd love to jump straight in. Yeah. Spotify saying 554 million streams. Nuts. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. This is, uh, so we're, we're jumping into her third album, As I Am, and this is No One by Alicia Keys.
okay. <laughs> Let's take it back a little bit. You know, it's not that it's not good now. I just I'm remembering how. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let's go back in time. Was in your eye? Do you I don't even need to do anything man i like, mean this all fades out itself do you know what i'm saying literally <laughs> but, but alicia keys out here doing all the hard work for me man 
I mean, I, I also wouldn't say that there's anything more 2000s than a, a classic fade out in, in, <laughs> in that way. But bro, like, I mean, obviously, obviously listening to the lyrics and, and the songwriting is incredible. Vocal performance is obviously on point, but the production is so nice. Like it's so good. And I think, I think that's the one thing with Alicia is like, um, I remember watching a video once of her, it was like an interview with her where she was talking about, it was it was about the album here, which is obviously a lot further down there in, in her career. And we're going to get to that. But um, she was talking about how like, obviously this is the era of NPCs. So this is the era, you know, running off the back of like your Jay Dillers, your Kanye beats, everyone's chopping soul. Everyone's going back, crate digging, finding all of the best records. Why? Because there's so much energy and there's so much passion and, and soul <laughs> in that music. The, the moment you know, that's chopped up and put into another track. It, it adds so much energy and, and there's, there's just so much. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It, it. it is literally just an energy thing where you, you feel like it's, it's, it's just full. It's such a full sound because, because you're taking something that's already full. So you're already taking a track and then you're manipulating that and then using that as the basis to build upon you know, there's so much depth to that sound and I absolutely adore it. And she does it so, so, so well. And, you know, like, obviously you've got to remember, and this is, this is Alicia Keys from Harlem, right? So she's listening to a lot of soul. She's, she's being brought up in a household where, you know, she's playing classical music, but she's also being surrounded by, you know, the, the soul of Harlem, the, like the home of the home of jazz in New York. Right. So there, there, there's so much influence going on and, and she's just surrounded by so much music that obviously that's that, that her music is obviously a perfect representation of that, that combination of worlds. And, and, you know, I think, I think that, that, that track is, is a definite, like perfect encapsulation of that. I want to share about production process mm. because we're aware that now 2021, mm. sure. The 17th of November, you can hop into anyone's bedroom and record a song. Yeah. 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 Because of the amazing softwares that we have these days. Yeah. These we're talking songs from 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. would that production process have looked like for let's just say that song we just heard now? Okay, so um, so for for tracks like that, basically um, Akai uh, is a company called Akai created a thing called an MPC, which is a music sort of like it's, it's like a it's a it's a workstation basically. Um, it's a mobile processing center thing. So the idea of it is that you take Logic or like Ableton or a music creation program now it was that but in a machine so you could fully create and and chop tracks up in there but most importantly it had 12 i think it was 12 or 16 pads so you could import any sound so it, that could be from a record player or that could just be someone's vocal or something and you could chop up you could literally it's almost literally like you would have the sound wave in front of you and you could shorten it and and chop it up and manipulate that sound so what they would be doing is obviously because they didn't have a computer to work off of, this was your, your own little computer and space where you could literally make these beats, you know, you could add loads of layers and stuff. And um, it was first popularized, really popularized by a guy called Jay Diller, who created beats where he, he, he was kind of like the, the, the foundation of what sort of popular commercialized chopping soul was about really. You know, he was the inspiration for Kanye. He was the inspiration behind all of that, those hip hop beats, because before that, um, you know, when you when you see like MCs rapping over over old vinyl or something like that, it's literally, you know, you have your MC, you have your mic controller, but then you've got the DJ who who knows how to create beats. So it's com com combining 
actual live records with beats, okay? Whereas on the MPC, you could do both of those things and perform into it and record the tracks there and then. Um, so it was revolutionary, revolutionary for the time, um, you know, an incredible piece of kit. And it's definitely shaped the way even like uh, digital audio workstations have, have been built today. They're all built with samplers in mind and built with beat makers in mind, which comes from the same process that, that came from from the MPC, you know. So it's, um, it's, it's insane, really. Absolutely insane. It's wild to think how much commitment had to go into each. 100%. Hundred percent, and and you know, like like within the context of, of Alicia Keys and stuff like that, you know, she, she's able to take records that she absolutely loves, um, and be able to really put her mark on it, and and you know, there's more depth to that process then, which you know is 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 incredible for an artist to be able to do. You know, it's it's literally it's being able to to put your influences on your sleeves, literally, and say this track is such a massive influence for me so i'm gonna i'm gonna take it and build upon it it's not even necessarily sort of like trying to create something to stand next to it it's building upon and using that as a foundation to um to, to create something that you feel passionately about on top of which is, yeah it's amazing i can't believe all of this exists in your brain <laughs> no nah, that's actually that's a bit dodgy man that's a bit dodgy i can't believe you know right? this stuff <laughs> what <laughs> um james collins yes firstly thank you okay <laughs> Because uh, you could have charged me for that. Yeah, 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 that's right. I was like, <laughs> secondly, I feel like we need another collab. Uh, I think so. I think so. And, and funny enough, do you uh, feel what I'm feeling? This is this is uh, a collab across consecutive weeks. This is this is our last week's guest. Come on, not to be confused guest. with guest. Guest. <laughs> so sorry, he wasn't on the show. However, we were going through his discography. None other than John Mayer. Sir John this is, of the Mayer This is a track household. between John Mayer and Alicia Keys. Obviously, at the time, we got to bear in mind that this is 2007. So John Mayer was on his continuum phase. So he was probably one of the biggest, biggest artists, songwriters, male singer-songwriters within within American popular American music. And obviously, he collaborated with the Queen of um, of singer-songwriters. Not the Queen. Not the Queen. <laughs> the Queen of of singer-songwriter singer of soul good. of R and B. This is a this is a lesson learned by Alicia Keys featuring John Mayer. He broke my heart And now it's raining Just to rub it in I'm at your door I feel so crazy about it You say I told you so You saw it long ago You knew we had to go I finally came around I'm back on solid ground Can't let it get me down Just like 
I feel like you could tell a John Mayer song just by the guitar. Man, it's just a tone thing, isn't it? It's, just, it, it's so signature uh, in in his sound, and obviously, obviously, he uses uh, he, he just kind of drifts around the pentagon, uh, pentatonic scale. However, it just it, there's so much feel and so much so much um, emotion, I suppose. Expressions probably a better word within his uh, within his playing. That's just yeah, so uniquely him. Where are we at right now in terms of leash? Okay. Leash's career. So we're, we're at 2009. Uh, once again, as I said before, it was kind of like, As I Am was kind of like that that settling um, kind of period where where her success began to, began to level off. Granted, it leveled off at an extremely high level. And as, as we've heard, like she's still making incredible music. Um, and two years later comes her next album, which we're going to jump into. This is The Element of Freedom. Um, I think she doesn't mess around with titles, does she? No, not at all, not at all. And this is the one thing that's special about Alicia Keys is everything always is always kind of taken quite seriously in the sense that she always puts effort into naming her songs, into naming her albums, into really focusing on what it is that she's feeling. And for me, like, you know, the perfect encapsulation of that was the fact that, you know, her second album's called um, the, uh, the Diary of Alicia Keys. And I think that's kind of like, that's, it feels so personal in our music that like that 
kind of encapsulates her career quite well in that her songwriting re- genuinely feels like you're reading a diary, like reading her diary, reading it, everything's so personable and so yeah, from the it doesn't heart. feel like a big hit chaser. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And and this this next track is like no exception to that whatsoever. This was um it's probably one of her most critically acclaimed songs, I would say. Um people absolutely adored it because it was very princess-esque and um and loved that it. it was such a nice tribute to to him and his songwriting. And um yeah, I, I absolutely I love this track so much. But once again, it's 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 not necessarily commercial number one. But this was kind of one of the most critically acclaimed that people really, really appreciated her sound. So, um, so yeah, this is Try Sleeping with a Broken Heart from the album The Element of Freedom.
by the dark lyrics man like another massive track that i remember from my childhood 100 percent and i think i think this is probably kind of the time where i became like consciously aware of alicia keys uh like obviously consciously aware consciously aware in the sense that in the sense that like i feel like everyone knows if i ain't got you because it's been covered so many times and and you know it's it's there's been so many different renditions etc cetera, etc cetera. but i think this track particularly this was one of the first memories that i have of listening to someone and recognizing that it's alicia keys if you know what i mean um but yeah, massive, massive track. Once, once again, like, like this was a huge track commercially, but not necessarily when you listen to it. It's not necessarily mad commercial. It's it's uniquely Alicia, but it's not necessarily, you know, it's it's not a radio song. I wouldn't say, and and that's what I think is amazing about her career is it's all it's, you know, her commercial success has been defined by whatever she's pursuing herself as opposed to pursuing commercial goals or, or anything along those lines. And, and you know, as like to con- like contradict the two the two tracks that we've just played, Try Sleeping With A Broken Heart was was so, it was such a pleasure project, I feel. Um, you know, really pushing that, that Prince production, that Prince style of songwriting. Um, and then you've got this track on the other hand that's a lot, it's, it, I mean, both of them are, are so hooky. Like they've got so many amazing, amazing melodies in there that just just sit in your brain. It's, it's it's incredible. But once again, you know, just amazing Alicia, amazing vocals, amazing songwriting, amazing performance. So, Doesn't yeah. mean anything. I mean, it's got that feel where anyone could listen to it and go, "Yeah, I think I'm sure I know that song." Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Surely I know that. Song. And that's the thing is like, it's like you know that that's what's amazing is it's, it's instantly recognizable without necessarily being people necessarily knowing the uh, name of the song. And I think there's a science to it being able to oh, make 100%. songs that just sound familiar. You know, I think, I think Coldplay do 100%. it as well. They play. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And I think the next track that we're going to play is actually quite similar to that as well. Um, we're gonna we're gonna jump straight into Unthinkable. I'm ready. Um, this will be the last track from the album The Element of Freedom. And I feel like after this, this is where it gets interesting. Come so um, so yeah, this is Unthinkable by Alish Keys.
Okay, say that again. So, unthinkable, in brackets, I'm ready. What's you, she ready for, bro? No, but you know what I am? What are you, James? Have a guess. Are you ready? I'm ready, bro. I'm ready. This, I would say, this, right, A, this track alone, this album, amazing. But this feature, this vocal, really, I, I think this is, this is like generation defining type track. I would say hundred percent. This is, this is probably one of the biggest tracks of the 2010s. This is probably what launched the 2010s. I would say, um, in that it was Jay-Z's comeback in the, Man, you're just full of wild statements, aren't you? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, in that it was Jay-Z's comeback in that it was a combination of two people's sounds that was absolutely incredible. Um, and they just, they, they absolutely smashed it to, to the, to the extent that if you were to go to any type of club now and play this track, Everyone is rapping along to it and everyone is singing it. Every every single person. And, and it's it's massive. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is massive. Bro, this launched the 2010s. This launched the 2010s, this next track. I don't I don't even think we don't even need to introduce this. Just 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 play the track, man. Just play the track. Oh. Yeah. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the Nero, but I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra, and since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem, all of my Dominicanos right there up on Broadway. Pulled me back to that McDonald's, took it to my stash spot, 560 State Street. Catch me in the kitchen like a Simmons whipping pastry. Cruising down A Street, off white Lexus, driving so slow, but BK is from Texas. Me, I'm out there, best home of that boy Biggie. Now I live on Billboard, and I brought my boys with me. Say what up to Tata, still sipping my top. Sitting courtside, Knicks and Nets give me high five. I be spiked out, I could trip a referee. Tell by my attitude that I most definitely from... Famous in the Yankee can You should know I bleed blue But I ain't a crypto But I got a gang of Walking with my click though Welcome to the melting pot Corners where we selling Africa been by the Home of the hip hop Yellow cap, gypsy cap Dollar cap, holla back For foreigners it ain't fair They act like they forgot how to act Eight million stories Out there in the naked City is a pity Half of y'all won't make it Me, I got a plug Special when I got it made If Jesus paying LeBron I'm paying Dwayne Way. Three dice, Zelo Three card, Marley Labor Day parade Rest in peace, Bob Marley Statue of Liberty Long live the world trade Long live the king, yo I'm from the Empire State That's Lights 
Darkness is blinding, curves need blinders So they could step out of bounds quick The sidelines is lined with casualties Who sip the life casually and gradually become worse Don't fight the apple eve, caught up in the in crowd Now you're in style and in the winter gets cold In vogue with your skin out City of sin, it's a pity on a whim Good girls going bad, the city's filled with them Mommy took a bus trip, now she got a bust out Everybody ride her, just like a bus route Hail Mary to the city, you're a virgin And Jesus can't save you, life starts when the church in Came in for school, graduated to the highlight Ball players, rap stars, addicted to the limelight Empty in May, got you feeling like a champion The city never sleeps, better slip you an ambient Bro, imagine, imagine, right, having having the two most, I would say, New York uh, people within music creating an anthem about New York, which becomes an, an absolute worldwide hit. It's it's insane. It's Come absolutely on. insane. Come on. Let's um let's dive into the production of this. So uh so it was sample sampling this track, which is Love on a Two Way Street. Not not necessarily this bit though, was it? I no, think I no, might no, need no, to just rewind it yeah, a tiny yeah, just bit. A little probably bit. to about right back to the very beginning. Probably about literally. Here. here you go. go. There you go. Come okay. on. Come on. Come on. And then that's the loop. Insane though. Absolutely insane. And once again, you know, this is this is Jay-Z who's notorious for for working with producers, chopping up soul, creating anthemic tracks over over chopped soul. This is Alicia who's doing the exact same thing and they're brought together on that on this track, which is absolutely, absolutely incredible. But we're gonna dive into the part two of the track. Mm. So so this featured on the album uh, Element of Freedom, which is what we were just discussing. Which now. is what we were literally just discussing. Yeah, and um, the one thing that I think is interesting with this is this is kind of like Alicia's note to to New York um, as something as a city that's defined her character, defined her artistry, defined who she is within music really because she has notoriously always worked out of New York, been a part, loved being a part of the community there because that's what shapes her identity. And um, it's, it's just such a beautiful song. And I think it, she, you know, she pens all the emotions so eloquently. And um, I just think it's, a, it's such a stunning song. So um, so we, we definitely, definitely need to play it. So, um, so yeah, this is Empire State of Mind part two from the album Element of Freedom. 
game for you real quick okay hit me with it but you can't play a game <laughs> without your classic <laughs> yes yes i mean at this point it'd be wrong for us to have this it sound would, on our it would, it and would. Not use it 100 100 this isn't this is more of a test of your thoughts and your knowledge mm-hmm. i just want to get to know james connors a little bit more <laughs> you mentioned to me james yes. how it was incredible for jay-z and leisha keys to collaborate on this song because you've mm. got two of mm. new york's biggest artists yeah Collaborating on a song about New York. Yes. I want to figure out what's a London version of that. Oh. What's the two of London's biggest oh. artists collaborating on a song about London? I knew you. I knew <laughs> you would say this. I knew you would say this. I don't. I don't actually know. I, I think. But I think because there's so many artists from the UK. I would say UK based okay. that would that would associate themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and there's my answer. My time is up. Um, you know, there's so many artists within the UK that would associate themselves with London 
it would yep. be very difficult to to go for like true thoroughbred Londoners. Okay, um, <laughs> thoroughbred Londoners, purist. Um, I would say uh, you know. Okay, okay, Adele. Yeah, I I was thinking London Adele. London through and through. Um, are we are we talking like male and female? We're talking both. Talking male and We're female. Okay, both. okay. I don't know who the male would be. I mean, like if you were to think like popular. I don't know, popular commercial musicians. I, I, I don't really know. Let me, let me just give you a little bit of, um, I mean, yeah. I'd go, I'd go with someone like, maybe like a Laurel Carner or someone like that who, you know, potentially um, is like so, 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 so London. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether it, it's, Laurel Carner's amazing, but he's no Jay-Z. Do you know what I mean? Don't forget Elton John. Elton John would be, oh man, imagine that. Elton John and, uh, I mean, he's from Harrow. Don't forget George Michael. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think we're going to be getting a collaboration from him anytime. <laughs> That's really sad. That's really sad. I just realised you're right. That's a really um, sad. But man, reality. like uh, Elton and Adele would be an incredible, incredible one. I, I'm. I'm trying to think of London artists, but I, I. What's What's interesting is obviously you know that's a song about New York. Yes. And what's naturally Dave. happened is Dave and Adele. Dave, Dave and Adele. Adele. Oh my gosh. Yep. Where did we sign a petition to make this happen? Yes. Yes. That's your answer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's what you want. That's that's why you sign it. <laughs> it's girl on fire. Spirit of Marilyn calling me audibly. Balling she said that she would never leave. Continue to torture me. Telling me to come with her. Underneath my comforter. And she bought a gun with her. Pills and some rum with her. Took me on the balcony. Telling me to jump with her. Yeah, I'm in the ghost, but I ain't doing stunts with her. I ain't trying to be that. Haters want to see that. But I got him aggy. Cause I win the gold like Gabby. She's just a girl and she's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy.
your hair, God. Make the fire disappear when they see a God. Take away my fear when they in the fear, God. Do you fear God? Cause I fear God. And in my backyard, that's a dear God. And that's a horse ranch. And to my core fans, keep repping me. Do it to the death of me. X in the box, cause ain't nobody checking me. That's what you call an anthem. Let me tell you why. It's Come more on. than just a great song yes. that probably gets played on someone's walkout on the X Factor. Come well, on. I don't know. You know Come what I mean on. by that, Come right? On. Yes. The lyrics, bro. Man, it's crazy, the isn't lyrics. it? Crazy. So uh, just to put into context, this is the first album release since the birth of Alicia Keys' son, uh, her first child. Um, so, you know, this album was kind of like an accumulation of so many different emotions, um, but mainly of... of you know, just feeling good about getting to this point in her life, um, you know, achieving what she has within her career and everything. And, um, you know, that, that song hundred percent encapsulates that it's, it's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> what I love is that you brought a mouse pad. You brought a mouse this is home. not mine. This is not mine. I, I don't know. Who's this. <laughs> I thought you just... <laughs> Sorry, for people listening, I'm just looking ahead at James. And there's, I mean, yes, there's a laptop, but then there's also just a mouse pad and a mouse. And I fully it's thought not mine. I was it's like, not right, I get you want to take this radio stuff seriously, man. Where are the, we at right now? Yes, so, so this career. is 2012. However, we're going to jump straight ahead to, I think this is my favorite period an era of Alicia's career. This is, we're jumping straight ahead to 2016. Um, what did I tell you about 2016? I, I told it was a good you. Year. It was a good it's year. my favorite, one of my favorite years for music yep. of all time. So many incredible change. Like, you a know, lot like, happened, man. It was a busy year. It was yeah, a big year. yeah. It's industry changing albums, really. It's, yep. it's insane. So uh, we're going to jump straight in. It's Alicia's album here. I loved everything from this period. Um, I think everything was, it was so personal. And, you know, this whole era was, um, she didn't want to wear any, any makeup at all, particularly, um, you know, everything had to be, everything was completely natural, completely open, honest. And through that became things, um, came songs that were a lot more political, that were a lot more personal to her, that, you know, it, it was, it was a lot more raw as opposed to the stuff before that may have been her sort of like hiding potentially behind the piano at times, you know, her, her lyrics have always been extremely, extremely open and honest. But with this, there was just, kind of, there was like a fire that, um, you know, I, 
ironic considering the song we've just played, <laughs> but there, there was, there was kind of, there was, there was just this fiery energy um, that I don't, I, I just hadn't seen in a, an Alicia Keys album, um, you know, up until, up until this point. And uh, yeah, we're going to jump straight in with, um, with the first track of the, well, after the, the, the opening interlude, this is the gospel from the album here by Alicia Keys. Children, products of the ghetto. Mama cooked the soup, daddy did the yelling. Uncle was a drunk, cousin was a felon. When he got pinched, he told him he wasn't telling. Auntie was a cook, her husband was a crook. Cause every job he had, they be paying him off the books. Ghetto university, knowledge is all it took. In the tenement, I was listening to the hook. Change don't come, spirit of Sam Cook. And when the fans coming, everybody be shook. Now we doing life like Eddie Murphy and Martin. On the chain gang, I was singing it to the You know what I mean, though, right? You know what I mean? Like, like there is so much, so much emotion there. It's so good. There's so I've much just energy. got one reply for that. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's all it is. Yes. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's, it's so, it's so good. Like, and, and for me, that, that song is what I, obviously it's the opener for the, for the album, but I, I really feel like that really encapsulates the type of, the type of energy that, that's there. And um, yeah, I, I absolutely adore that song. I adore this era. And uh, up next, we're going to play a track 
this isn't from the record. Well, it is from the record, but this is it's a live record. <laughs> this is off the record. Um, this is wow. a live performance uh, captured by um, a media company called the Blogger Tech. Uh, they do some incredible, incredible performances. I would highly recommend checking out their YouTube channel. YouTube. Yeah, that's they do. We, they do. They do some incredible. Um, some incredible like stripped performances. Uh, they do these things called takeaway shows. Um, so Alicia did one around the year of here. And uh, this is her performing uh, one of the tracks on the uh, album called Hallelujah. And it's an absolutely stunning song, absolutely stunning performance. And um, yeah, I'll just, I'll just let the performance speak for itself. Uh, just, to, just to put some kind of context, this is Alicia performing on a Rhodes with a double bassist. The whole room is is filled with lamps and there's a crowd literally stood around and no mics whatsoever, no like amplification. There's obviously recorded mics to capture the performance, but no amplification. Cara Delevingne is also in, in the uh, audience. So um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> this is uh, Hallelujah, um, a takeaway show by La Blogger Tech.
yes, that end vocal is, oh, it's just, it's so beautiful. It's so, so, so beautiful. But once again, like, I, I feel like that performance for me just perfectly encapsulates that era of where, where Alicia was at that point in her career. You know, everything was stripped. Everything was raw. Everything was her back to the piano, back to the songs, back to, back to just you know, connecting with people through lyricism, through performance, through our voice. And uh, it's stunning, absolutely stunning. And uh, yeah, that brings us on to um, her latest album, which is Alicia, released in 2020. And uh, this was an amazing album, in fact. And um, it really showed that progression once again in her sound. You know, obviously this came four years after, after the release of Here. And um, it kind of originates back to that that more produced sound. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a sound that I think, you know, she's returning back to, um, which I absolutely adore. You know, it's chopping the soul. It's, you know, getting back to MPC style production. And, um, you know, sometimes sometimes simple and sometimes what you came from works best. And I think, I think this is a prime example of that. You know, Alicia knows her sound. She knows what she's good at. And um, yeah, she's really, really working with that. So, um, so yeah, we're gonna. Do you wanna, do you wanna intro this track? It's time machine, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'm excited. <laughs> it's such a it, man. It's such a good song. And like, I, th I think most importantly as well is like uh, there weren't particularly any commercial tracks with with here, um, but this track was was, was huge. Um, once again, not necessarily written commercially, but in in the sense that her songwriting is is so special and um yeah with this track it uh, performed really well commercially so um so yeah this is time machine from the album alicia
Time Machine, Alicia Keys, James Collins. It is yes. almost midday, my friend. Yes, yes, yes. Which means what? It means it's lunchtime or time for a coffee. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know why you love <laughs> What do you want? Uh, I, 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 I want another Alicia Keys album, personally. Yeah, right. Which is amazing because she's got another one coming out. <laughs> so exciting. Uh, yeah, so exciting. So she, she's releasing um, an album called Keys. Um, and basically, yeah, yeah. Um, but basically the idea of it is, um, you've got, it's, it's a double album. Okay. So the idea is there's, um, the first half will be kind of like original songs. So, um, for example, there's a couple of tracks released at the moment and they're in brackets original. And then on the second part, you've got unlocked versions. So like with a key, wow. Bye -bye. Wow. Um, but the idea is that, um, you know, Alicia as a songwriter is incredible. You can, as, as we've mentioned before, you can strip her songs down and they're absolutely stunning. Vocal performance is incredible, etc., etc. But then she's also got the side to her where she just loves to explore sounds around the songs that she's built. So she's doing that in this album and I'm so, so, so excited for it. As I mentioned before, you know, Alicia Keys is probably one of my favorite artists and you know, I, th I think she's probably one of the best songwriters that we have sort of even now. Um, and, and considering, you know, her, her career spanned for the past 20 years, you know, she fails to, to keep sounds fresh, keep sounds current, but also keep that songwriting so true to, to her sound. And, um, you know, once again, her vocal delivery is just absolutely stunning. So, um, so yeah, I'm so, I'm super excited for it. You're really good at explaining things. Thanks, man. And articulating things. I really appreciate that. James Collins, that does bring us to the end of our show yes, today. Yes, 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 yes. Which is both a really nice thing for the people listening because it means they can go have their lunch. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. They can exactly. go eat their sandwich. Yep. Or if they listen to this on a Sunday, they can go have their Sunday roast yep, for yep, lunch. Yep, yep, yep. Um, unfortunately, it's sad because it means we can't play any more Alicia Keys songs. Exactly, exactly. But it's been an absolute pleasure. I hope, yes. Hope people listen. I hope you've enjoyed this show. Um, you know, if you're not the biggest Alicia Keys fan, that's absolutely fine. But I hope you kind of listen to this and gone, oh, cool. It's really cool to hear kind of how the sound has evolved. Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm from the different features from the different albums all of that kind of stuff next week we will be back with another artist or band yes, yes i would yes. like to say feel free to get in touch with us we'd love to hear who you've enjoyed so far out of the last sort of six months but also who you who you're looking forward to in the next couple of episodes coming up mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. james collins how you feeling I feel wonderful. Come on. I feel great. I feel energized. I, I absolutely, as I said, as I said, I absolutely love Alicia Keys. So I've loved today. Fantastic. It's been amazing. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've been Jordan Dean, and I've been James Collins, and uh, you've been listening to Off the Record across the Thames Valley. One more time across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Ooh. Well, now for some pop music. Your eyes and dark, my pillow, so I sleep. I hold for trap boys your type Cause I don't have a 9 to 5 All right. All I get that your standards high But I'm not a random guy, I'm different When I write my rhymes You say you don't like that line, I'll switch it You said you don't like my life You said you don't like my guys, you're tripping She photogenic, Instagram got a lot of impressions She think I'm a G and I don't need love but I need some 